it, babe. It's direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris there. Steve Hale. And I'm Ron Miltz. We're, we're sitting counterclockwise today. Yeah, it's a little weird. Steve's on the wrong side of the room because I moved his chair. Right? I'm like, <laughs> I'm facing a whole different wall. I'm like, this doesn't look familiar to me. So You're like, suddenly you're like, man, you got a lot of shit in your closet. Right. Like, I never noticed all that I before. still have to stare at the goddamn episode two poster, oh, though. Could you, you please <laughs> change? It's time for a wall change. I do have some new posters, so. Well, that one needs to be changed out, and I know you're doing it on purpose. I leave that episode two one up just for you. I'm gonna like buy some porno mags and I'm gonna cut out little dicks and put it all over it. <laughs> Why dicks? Like, I don't know, I'm, just cause. Uh, um, one like next to his face. Oh uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, just for good news for you, Chris. So uh, we finally over the holiday, uh, Ronald and Andrew, because everyone at this house got the plague and the sickness of the flu. Mm-hmm. Everybody is still actually. I, we sick, you can hear it all so in our voices. If right you now. hear us coughing throughout the broadcast, please excuse us. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's where Mike is tonight. Mike is not uh, healthy. He texted me and said, I cannot come. And I said, well, I'm sorry for you, buddy. Um, but uh, while we were sick, uh, one day I went to work. And so uh, Ronald Andrew, over the course of Christmas, has been spinning his Star Wars Empire Strikes Back read-along records. Mm. And one day he sat there listening to f- the Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars for five hours straight while putting Legos together. And wow. at a certain point, I was like, hey, buddy, why don't we just watch The Empire Strikes Back? And he was like, mm, I don't think so, Dad. And so then it was like uh. Uh, last Sunday came around. And so I was like, I got up. We got up first thing in the morning. Mom was upstairs sick asleep. I had to go to work. And so before work, I threw on Empire Strikes Back. And we just watched The Empire Strikes Back right up until I had to leave for work. Huh. And then right as soon as it was done, I threw on Return of the Jedi. And apparently... He watched episode one, episode two, and Star Wars the rest of the day because he was he's not allowed to watch episode three until we watched it with Daddy. Right. Because I wanted to make sure I could explain the shit that was going on. So we finally watched episode three for the first oh. time. And uh, two things. First off, my kid said, why did we wait so long to watch that, Dad? Because that's, I think, my favorite one. Uh-huh. And I was like, hmm. this kid has great taste, first and foremost. Fantastic taste. You and I agree on this that episode. A thousand great, percent. Great and having episode. rewatched that after having re- or watched Ep- or Last Jedi again for the third time, um, I think episode three and, and really the prequels, goddamn, they're so much better than these fucking new movies. It's killing me. Like, I think I, you're drunk. I'm not drunk. I know everybody has their own feeling about it, but I, man, oh man, there's some stuff about these new movies that I am just like cannot get behind. But, uh, but goddamn, that episode three is so good. Fucking love that episode three. Well, I think I talked about a, a, an episode or two back that my boys have now, after watching episode three multiple times, now are starting to get it. Right. They're like, oh, whoa, wait, whoa. That was what he did when. He goes, Daddy. Wait a minute. Why are they right. doing that? He goes, what's happening to all the Jedi? And he goes, Daddy, what did Anakin do to those kids? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, ooh. Like right. that, there was some time, and I go, well, Anakin decided to be a bad guy. You know, isn't it crazy, too? Like, not only did Anakin slaughter, I mean, all the Jedi and the children in that temple, um, but, you know, in the books, he continues to hunt Jedi down. Um, he slaughters 
with thousands of people. Yeah. And uh, at the end... He gets to be a force ghost. Uh, he's like, hey, I'm sorry. And he goes, okay. That's some, that's some Christian dogmatic shit right there. Uh, yeah, where you're oh just boy. Like, I'm pretty sure Anakin accepted Jesus into his heart <laughs> like right at the end. I, I, I get to go and glow and hang out with like, Obi-Wan Luke, and Anakin again. There's no time for me, but I now believe in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody got a fucking get out of jail card. Right? Damn. Right. Man. So, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I I recently watched all three movies again over the break. Which three? The, the prequels. Okay. Oh, you I thought you were going to say Night of the Living Dead. Dawn no, of the Dead, Day no, of the Dead, no. the, the Holy Trilogy. No, I, I, I just can't get past the dialogue. I just can't. And and we talked about this. The difference between the original three films that came out and the prequels was the acting, because the dialogue was just as wretched in those first three movies. The difference is you didn't have Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher to pull off the lines. They're cheesy lines, but when you have you know, hacky actors trying to pull off the same cheesy lines. It just doesn't work as well. Well, I mean, I've said it before. Uh, like, listen, and this is going to make a lot of people out there upset. <laughs> the story from the first three movies is is a hero's journey. Right. It's uh, it's an ancient story. It's right. nothing new. No. Right. What made it amazing was those great special effects that mm-hmm. set the bar... And they set the the bar so high that now every summer we see a dozen movies just like this. Right. And they're not memorable, and they're never going to be. And you know what? We're never going to have A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi again. It's just never going to happen. And you having said this multiple times got me thinking while I was watching episode three, because I think a lot of uh, the issues that we have with our blockbusters come directly from success. (laughs) And what I mean by that yes. is think about think about Star Wars is unique because uh, uh, we've had multiple successes, specifically Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back. Right. We're unbelievably like successful in their storytelling. Uh, and I think the Batman movies, the modern Batman movies suffer from this as well, where everybody fucking tries to remake The Dark Knight Returns. Like every Batman movie has been a version of The Dark Knight Returns since 1986 when that book came out. Yeah. Like, And it's like you, you look at Every single one of them that's been successful, and the ones that are unsuccessful veered away from that, and now they're like, this is the only thing we can make, and I think Star Wars as a franchise suffers because the original Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back were so good that it's like we keep trying to recapture those two movies now in everything we make, including... As much as I love Rogue One, Rogue One is very, like, you're kind of telling the same story as Episode 4, but from a different angle, you know, which is fine. I didn't have a problem with it. I, I just, I think that one of the issues, and especially with Last Jedi, the more I watched, the, the third time I watched it, and the multiple segments of it I've watched on the illegal copy I now own, um, are, I, I can't help it, dude. It, it, I know. It, it was there. I, just, I wanted to watch Luke Skywalker fight at the end one more time. Um, uh, it, it's... It suffers from stealing story beats from Empire, and it's one of the things about the prequels. Regardless of what you say, that I, the one of the reasons I love the prequels, is because it's a whole different story. 
It does not crib, except episode one kind of cribs the original Star Wars in spots. But episode two and episode three are completely fresh material. Like, I'm dealing with stories that have not been told before in any way, shape, or form. I'll give you well, that. We didn't know anything about pod racing. No. Right? Now we do. Well, that was never, <laughs> pod racing, that was never my issue with them, though. <clears throat> I think there are some things about the story that, that are kind of awful. But I think, for me, I can overlook a lot of that. Um what just the writing is so wretched and you take beloved characters like c-3po and you make them the the fucking buffoon who has the worst dialogue the worst one-liners of the entire run okay but that's all in episode two um i'll give you that i want and that's and you know in episode one i mean dude let's be honest they they've put the weight of the universe on a child. I didn't mind and, him as much. And you know what? Uh, the fandom, which we're going to talk about later, yeah. destroyed that kid. We can talk man. about that right now. Fucking right. destroyed segue. him to right. this fucking day. I, you, you know, know how they, can you get mad they at a fucking kid though, wrecked for the acting? Fucking child, man. This kid—he was a kid, and he'd only done like one. Movie before, and let me fucking tell you, if you watch that fucking movie, that movie You're talking was, about Jingle All the Way? Yes. Yeah. Hands down, the worst fucking Christmas movie right, right. ever, dude. I mean- And that's not his fault. No. I mean, he's just a fucking- He was just a little boy, dude. Right, right. And you know, and they-, and they, they Yeah. That was he, not- He doesn't bother me nearly as much they didn't think as that, Hayden Christensen They didn't does. think that shit out. And you know what? You're right. Had they have gone with- uh, I think they had originally talked about Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> that would have been an interesting choice. That would have been a really cool choice. Oh, man. at least it's... we know he would have like delivered some some acting shit. You know, yeah. I, I once again having re- literally just rewatched episode three. Really, we watched all of them in the last like two weeks. Like, I, I two still like the first hour of two. Um, not unlike the first hour of Last Jedi has its issues. Right, like there's some pacing issues. You know, and then I've discovered that there are things that I did not realize fandom hates that I liked. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, wow, fandom hates, like, the diner scene. Like, I fucking love the diner scene in episode two because it's like, it's oh, something yeah, different. Oh, yeah, they hate that. Dude, they but, hate that fucking scene but so real, bad, dude. It's, to me, it's like, you want Star Wars to only be on the fringes of the universe, but at the same time, it's like, real fucking places are gonna exist, you know? And it's like, people that all hate Canto Bright in the new movie, and I'm like... That's one of the parts that doesn't bother me because I'm like, I believe fucking I've been to the Bellagio. This yeah, exists. I mean, you know, like, to me, it's like, listen, we have seen we have seen uh, the cantina on, you know, uh, Tatooine. We right. have been to Jabba's palace. We have seen the under hive of Coruscant. Um, let us see something different. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like everybody wants something fucking different. And then when they're given something different. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's different. We don't want that. <laughs> well, we want the same old shit. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. You, well, what I think the thing that makes these movies work, because if we're going to be totally honest, these stories are fucking ridiculous. You got like walking, you know, bears and shit, and you got all like talking animals and creatures. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. But what makes them work is the believability of the storytelling of the actors and their delivery. See, yeah. I, well, I think it was the the special believability effects. of the special effects. Well, that too. Like when you're Absolutely. seeing when you're seeing I, I mean the the fucking attack on Hoth and he looks those those binoculars and like <laughs> Imperial Walker's sighted. Right. You're just like 
whoa, right. totally, that totally. looks awesome. Right. Now, mind you, once you start getting up close to them, you're like, clearly, now these are models. Then, well, they look right. pretty freaking legit. And like I said, man, it set the standard right. for, for blockbuster movies. And there's this going to get to a point where, and I think we've reached that, we're just not going to be able to outdo it. You can't no. out explosion it. Uh, uh, yeah, what's Michael Bay. It. Michael Bay has tried, and he has tried relentlessly. And but that's my whole point. It's, it's just done. Is that we've got the we've Transformers seen, and seen all of the these puppets. movies? Yeah. All right. No. We have seen the CGI. You know, the only thing that you're going to be able to do is get an intergalactic casting agency <laughs> and really bring me. I want to. Fucking real Yoda, <laughs> right? Man. Right, right. I mean, I want to see some real, like that's really real. Oh, and by the way, after having rewatched all these movies again recently, I figured out why the puppet works so well in Empire versus all the other movies. Because the puppet looked terrible in Episode One. You put that puppet in natural light when yeah. they used the puppet, it looked terrible. So uh, four? No, I'm talking about because they put Phantom the force. Menace. They put the force glow on him. No, no, no. The new one, they put the force glow on him. Yeah, but what? But, but he wasn't a puppet. In, in episode, Phantom, yes, he was the original Phantom what? Menace. Yoda was a puppet. You're remembering the two thousand, the new Blu-ray releases. They changed him into CGI. So what? if you go back and watch your DVD, he's a fucking puppet in the original. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, without question. And he's oh, a wow. janky ass puppet. Um, but uh, oh, I gotta I, check that out. Yeah, I forgot they swapped it out so he matched the Yodas in Episode Two and Three. Um, but but the reason in Empire that it works, <laughs> it's cinematography and lighting. Right. They backlight Yoda the entire time. So if you watch the movie, he's always got a backlit halo on him. Yeah. Right. So what it does is it creates really heavy shadowing on in the front of his face so you can't see the texture as much. And then it's a lot of really tight reaction shots. Right. So Yoda is never actually like, he leads a few moments, but he's always reacting to everything around him. Right. So yeah. they're able to do quick reaction shots with his eyes. And so part of the brilliance of it was the directing of Lawrence Kasdan. Like, Putting that movie together, it was like he was smart enough to not linger on Yoda long enough right. that you didn't that you were like, ooh, puppet. <laughs> right? Good filmmaking. Right. I've been saying this for I don't know how long now. Good filmmaking cannot be replaced with fucking over CGI laziness. Yes. And right. that's fucking what they keep delivering to us. Movie after movie after movie after movie, man. And, and it don't fucking you, sucks. And, and I feel like we're constantly running from giant storms. It's like the same type of effects in every movie as well. Right. Like nobody oh, yeah. nobody takes that. Hordes of like nondescript shit coming at you. Yeah, but it's always like, think about how many times we've seen the shot now of, and it's always like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise running from like dust. You know, right. like thing, and we, but how many times have we seen that in a movie? You know, right. or it's like uh, uh, the swooping camera in and out of shit. You know, which yeah. at, when it first happened, you're like, oh, this is so awesome. You know, and then now it's like, you know, I've seen this in everything. The Michael Bay quick cuts, right. where it's so choppy and the camera shakes so much, you can't fucking tell what's going on. Right. You know? Transformers. I, you know, I still say the third Transformers movie is a blast. Uh, uh, the one where they blow up Chicago. That one was a lot of fun. That one was kind of fun. Yeah, I, I like enjoyed that. the shit out of that one. Yeah. Um, Except when the squirrel suit team came in. That's <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Me, man. So, but I think, I think my issue at the end of the day is, like, looking at these two movies, like, like Steve said, our fandom, and we are part of that fandom, we, we like, constantly, we spent uh, two years going... 
Force Awakens wasn't good enough. Like, you did not do a good enough job storytelling. Like, do a better job storytelling. And then they put out something else that, like, was a marked difference in storytelling. And people literally were like, well, that's, I didn't mean that. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Well, I meant, like, what I thought was good, essentially, <laughs> right. you know? And, and look, I'm part of that problem. I just, like, once again, my problem with Last Jedi is I, I just feel like we really changed the rules of the universe. Right. And we really changed the rules of movies that I love. And that's kind of hard. Like, it's hard for me to see the Force be a completely different thing now. Uh, I still think there's opportunities. But you I, feel like it's your movie. They all are. They're not your movies. They're all... I have a... a that, but that's you. That's fine. They're think, not your movies. I still think in, uh, in 850 years... You will change your opinion on how the force works. <laughs> right, right, maybe. So, yeah. Maybe. Well, takes I, time. I just, I, I'm with Chris where I, I feel like fandom has gone too far now. Like, yeah. we bitch about everything. Yeah. I mean, I know that's part of what we do on our podcast right. here, but there's a fucking, there's a, there's a point where like we're sitting around having a conversation, and then there's a point, and I, I still, we always talk about social media, and it's like, they use it as some sort of like an assassination tool. Yeah. You know, or like I'm, I'm just gonna just spend my day just pounding away at the keys, you know, yeah. or on my phone, just being terrible. We're going to start a, pe- stuff, a, a, a petition to, yeah. yeah. I, I love, we want to, we're going to make them take Last Jedi out of canon because we don't agree with the changes that you've made in the storyline. Like, it's not your movie, asshole. You're a fucking viewer. You don't decide what goes into this film and what doesn't. You don't get to say what's part of the. It's not yours. You may feel like you have some ownership because you like it. It's This is the same problem I have with sports. I bought a lot of toys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I hate it when people talk about their team. Uh, You're not on the fucking team. Ron, you were I think Ron's fan. one of those people who's on the team. I'm not. Oh my I'm, God. I'm actually, I never say we won. I always okay. say the Broncos. But you associate with that these people. That drives yeah, me I insane. <laughs> I do, but I'm with Chris on this one. Because I, yeah. I, having played sports and having been around people that like played college <laughs> and pro, it's like I don't refer to myself as a member of the team. That drives me nuts. Like, I am so a fan stupid. of the team. Yeah. But I, but I'm the same way as a fan of the Star Wars. Like I did not live the Star Wars, so I don't call it like my story. It's like well, the... you weren't a grip. If you were a grip, or <laughs> no, if you then. were the guy holding a boom mic, I could totally say, you know what? You probably deserve to have a little bit of a say on. Not really. But again, you at least were part of the making of this thing. Sure. I I just. You can have an opinion that maybe they should listen to well, on I think, some level. I think everybody can have an opinion, and they. I think the ultimate way to speak is with your dollars. Well, and of course. I, I think oh, that, absolutely. I think if you don't like something, you don't go see the sequel. Look, I liked the first Resident Evil movie. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I was super excited for the second one. And then the second one came out, and it was terrible. And I was, and I, I never saw another one after that in the movie theaters because the second one was so bad. Yep. I waited for video on every single one, and I'm glad I did because yeah. they were equally as bad as the next one. Yeah, no, they definitely got worse as the series. Went I'd kind of like the third one where in the desert in uh, uh, Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Uh, like there were parts of it that were fun, but I, I just at the end of the day. Same thing with Saw. I saw the first Saw in the movie theaters, fucking loved it, went and saw the second one. I'm like, this was terrible. You're not getting any more of my money. Right. And I think, like, for any movie franchise, that's, like, the way I roll. And it's like, you know, um, I didn't go see The Last X-Men in the movie theaters. 
Really? I did not. Like did you Apocalypse, like it? right? It was terrible. You didn't like, like it? Uh, X-Men Apocalypse, I just, from the first moment I saw the preview, I was like, this does not look good. Not my favorite of the three. Like not, for sure, does was, not look good. It was all right. It, it was not. Didn't bother me. It was terrible. I'm really glad I didn't see it in the theaters because I would have been disheartened. Especially after uh, how awesome I thought the second one was. Yeah, Days of Future, Days of Future Past was dope. Yeah, so was cool, man. I saw that so, multiple times. So in the well done, you know. But the third one was. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Ron. No, I, I think. I mean, like, I didn't love it. I, but I it agree. Didn't I, me. I agree with you. With like, listen. Uh, let your dollars do the talking. I mean, it's one thing to go ahead and have your opinion. And it's it's another thing after that. It's like, okay, stop trying to convince me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like the, it's, you voiced your opinion. I get it. It's like religion or politics. Stop at trying this point, to change you know? my fucking mind right. on a movie or a franchise, man. Right. I mean, you but don't dig it. It's ironic because we do that constantly on the show. But I mean, that's our device on the show. Right. Like, everybody has a position. And part of that position is like, it creates conversation by us having disagreements. If we well, all just went, that's rad, we would be the Chris Farley sketch from fucking Saturday Night well, Live. You right know? before, you know, we were, we were setting up for the show this evening, you know, it was like, we, we touched on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like, don't let the critics stop you from going and seeing a movie that you saw a preview for and you go, wow, that looks cool. Like, I want to check that out. Yeah. You know, don't let them go see the movie, man. I think- You know, and then say, you know what? That was awesome. Right. Or, you know, I'm glad I didn't listen. You might be missing something. And to me, I'm a big fan of seeing things in the theater. If I could see it in the theater first, I prefer to. Well, let me encourage you once again. Uh, I've been using my movie pass. I just yes, bought it today. I need to. Dude, and Elena's this. got one coming now, too. Yep. I, I don't want my wife to have one. I want to go by myself. Uh, well, then get your own. Don't I tell need, her. It's I, $9.99 you know a what? month. That's a good idea. I, <laughs> I have a lot of vacation time, too. I'll sneak away during. She'll think I'm at work. <laughs> It's, Most guys sneak off to the whorehouse or no. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to the a, movies. I'm in a dark theater <laughs> by myself. I'm like, any I, Star Wars? I don't have to eat, share my popcorn with anybody today. <laughs> well, it was like having used it now for multiple films. Like, fantastic, dude. And I, I understand the way it works now. And if you haven't looked into this, you, everybody <laughs> needs to jump on this while the getting's good because I don't know where the money's coming for this on this thing. Right? I don't know how it's gonna like fucking sustain for any amount of time. But they invested like thirty. They're, they're counting on the gym membership phenomenon. You know, I I went once last year to the gym. To the gym. Yeah, we were just. Talking I paid four hundred dollars for my gym membership last year. So yeah. and I went once. Yeah, you kept that's, the gym that's open. How, that's yes. how their their whole business model is. Well, yeah. And I think they're figuring people aren't going to the movies more than once a month. I think that's fair. But I think even when you get to the point where you're like having this thing, first off, it's cheaper to have the movie pass than it is to go to one movie. Right. Like, that's the other thing. Like, even if I only go to one movie a month, I'm still saving money because the local theater is $13.50 to see a film. We all love a savings. Yeah. We all love a savings. And you know what? I don't have to go to the University Village to see a movie anymore for $7. I can go to the Upscale Theater on Alessandro and get a beer while I'm there, you know? That's where we saw Deadpool. That is. It's an excellent theater. I drive out there. Like every other movie, and when he I tells you, I'm like, man, he goes the fucking distance, right? To you see know, me. yeah. I mean, he, you, you're not close. No, not no, down the it's, street like it's Ron and half I an hour or yeah. so. That's that's the dedic- you know what's really good though. Have but you gone the to the? Great. Have you gone to the uh, the one near your house now? The new uh, upscale one with that does food. Yeah, Harkins is okay. But the seats aren't as good as the one in Alessandro. Well, I saw I saw your favorite movie Dunkirk there. I thought it was an oh excellent my god. Theater. Well, you, that that, movie. that place now. If you have the movie pass, you don't even have to like go to the ticket booth. 
you just check in with your movie pass. It's one of the special ones. And you literally just walk right in with your movie. Wow. I'm, well, I'm normally, I'm used to that my whole life. Yeah. I just make eye contact. They give a nod. I give a nod. And I just <laughs> care. Right I just, in. right. Easy living, man. Like your fucking secret service. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know what the Ned Flanders do. You're not going to get the love anymore. Yeah. You know what? See, for all for the listeners out there, Steve cut his hair. I cut my dreadlocks off. It's I like so weird looking three at Three years of... Uh, dude, are you thinning on top too? Or is I that... might be, dude. I don't God know. I, I didn't have much like, you know... Uh, yeah, it could be. I mean, fuck, 40. Something. Well, it's probably also it's because your hair's been pulled for so long. It's yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah. But it's just, I, I, first off, it looks good on you. I hate to say that, but well, you are a handsome motherfucker, Well, of course it looks fucking, of course. Like, I know that. I hate to say it. You Jesus were like. Chris, you I'm a like, fucking citizen now like you, man. Dude, it's fucking, you know. <laughs> damn straight. Hey, only citizens get to vote. And yeah. only. <laughs> right. So, you can do your part on Clan Dathru, right? Um, but yeah, I was, was kind of kicking around the idea during the holidays. This is kind of getting fucking old, you know. They are a lot of work and a pain in the ass. And um, and uh, the final push was I got a call from my daughter, who is 26 years old, and has been dating this uh, young man for about seven years now. Has it been seven years? Seven years God or damn. so. So uh, called me up and uh, said that they were going to be getting married at the end of April. And I was like, you know what? It's my only daughter. It's the only time I'm going to walk her down the aisle. So, you know, I didn't want to look like a fucking hobo wizard when I did it. Nice. So, you know. You know what's going to be great is when you guys uh, have the wedding and all the distant relatives show up like the fucking Adams family. And it's gonna <laughs> right. It'll be like, you're like, this is a great dead Uncle Edith. Right. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to uh, get together that day. Right. And especially since, you know, my wife gets to spend such quality time with uh, Sid's uh, egg donor. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, real mom. Uh, yeah, but you know we've been preparing for that for a long time. We knew it was coming. Well, so. congrats on that, man. Thank you, congrats thank you. Yeah. All right, getting back to what you guys were talking about uh, with the Rotten Tomatoes, because speaking mm, of a yeah. movie that got savaged by Rotten Tomatoes, so uh, 22nd of December, and we haven't podcasted since then because uh, we did the Star Wars one, but we didn't do an, an, a regular podcast. But Bright came out on Netflix. Yes. Oh, and shit. now this was a $90 million movie that they released. Was it really? Yeah. That they re- that's why there's no TV show. That shit was expensive. Uh, that oh, they yeah. released onto Netflix. And uh, it did not get good reviews. <laughs> no, I read it had horrible reviews. It was not critically why? acclaimed. Why? It was like 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. And what? And let's just start it. Let's just go around real quick. Steve, like, did you enjoy the movie? Fucking loved it, man. I mean, I loved it. I was looking forward to this movie. You know, and everybody knows I've kind of made fun of Will Smith before in the past. Mm. Um, loved this movie. Loved the, the makeup. I love the uh, the action. I love the story. I love the the universe that they were building. Oh, it's so I great. wanted more. Right? Loved it. Chris, how about you? I was blown away. First of all, I was pissed that it was only a movie. Right. I, I thought I was going to get like another 12 hours of this. Right. I thought it was a show, too. I did not know it was a movie. I got to the end, and I'm like, there's no more. But don't you, you're like, there's so much more. That, there's so That's many the places problem. they can go oh, with man. it. There's so much they could do with this. And it's such a great idea. I got to say, it was. I, I was surprised it was a movie. And I was surprised that I liked it probably better than 
I, I can't think of many films I've liked better than that. It's in my top in five last, for the year. Right. Well, Absolutely. in the last five years. I, I, I was talking to Elena about, we were doing our top five movies of the year, and I was like, number one for me was Logan, yeah. like bar none. Well, yep. Yeah. Logan, Logan was the best movie I saw all year. I go, Bright? I go, I think Bright was maybe number four for me. And she's like, really? And I go, yeah, it was really good. Like, I really enjoyed the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it. It yeah. was, and, and not only that, I got, I was texting you guys while I was watching right. it. Like, no spoilers, but holy shit, because Chris had already watched it. And I just was like, I'm blown away by this movie. Like, I'm blown away that anybody filmed that movie, first off. Like, that seems like a movie that's straight out of the 80s to me. Yeah. Well, like, like I had said before, you know, I had that whole feel of, uh, of, uh, alienation right you know right and it was it was funny because uh so many of the bad reviews i read people were like projecting like crazy what they wanted the movie to be and i'm like it doesn't work that way people (laughs) if you want to make a movie make a fucking movie like your job is to review the movie at hand not what you think it could have been you know it's like and to me it was like was it a fairly simple story yeah but was it an exciting story yes did i enjoy the characters yes were they believable Absolutely. Did I believe in a world where the fucking orcs in a modern time were sort of like, you know, you sided with the dark one. So you are like the lower species, you know. Right. And it was like to me, I was I was like, dude, this is this is so interesting, you know. And it's to me, it's every Tolkien movie. It's like, yes, right. the elves are douchebags and nobody fucking gets on that, that they're all these rich douchebags living in their rich douchebag houses. Training day meets, you know, meets Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings yeah, right? It was cool. I loved it. Absolutely. Yeah. I just I I mean and the and I'm with Steve like the effects on it were phenomenal yeah yeah and a lot of great practical effects oh dude uh, well I was watching um uh the team who were putting together the the orc prosthetics amazing stuff man yeah you know and well really, done right really good shit and yeah. how did how unique each and every orc looked although they all looked very similar right the pattern yes and, and yeah. it was like one of those things where I was like it was like watching Alien Nation where you're like. Somebody gets this. They get what pe- what makes people different. Like, yeah. yes, these people all look similar, but at the same time, they're all some. They're like unique snowflakes, you know. Mm-hmm. Each unique orc with their little, you know, speckle pattern or color pattern, you know. Yeah. And every orc had a little bit of different teeth, you know. And then their own facial structure came into play, and the yeah. nose was a little different. And I was like, all, all like clans and, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's great, man. So good, dude. And then and then the little the little things that they slipped in. Like at first, I was like, was that a goddamn centaur? Was there a centaur in the Oh, movie? yeah. Where the, was that? The cop, there were the, the, the horseback cops, those were centaurs. Right. At first, it, at first it flies I totally by. I missed it. A, a, initially, I think they're on their way uh, into Elf Town in the beginning. I missed that. And then when they that. got, I think, to headquarters, there's a full blown one. And you're like, holy shit, that's a centaur. I fucking missed that completely, yeah. dude. Yeah, I cannot wait to go out. back it's and cool. watch it. Yeah. No, I've watched it twice, and I, I remember something vaguely about that, but I. It didn't yeah. like register for me. Um, it just I had accepted it. Yeah. And for me, like again, I'm coming back to the same point. The acting was great. Like every bit of it was believable. Yeah, it was good. Even though it was freaking ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But I, I, I love the But the, I believed it. Yeah. I, I love the the in, like the the internal investigation unit of right. like, of magic and shit. <laughs> right. I mean, did you guys ever see back in the very <laughs> early nineties there were two H- made for HBO shows? Uh, called uh, Cast a Deadly Spell. No, they're based. It's like H.P. Lovecraft, huh. the writer, but he's like a, he's like a private investigator, and the whole world has got magic now and shit. 
You know, there's like werewolves and they're raising Cthulhu. Oh, you got to check this shit out. What's it called again? Uh, the first one was called Cast a Deadly Spell. It was it was on HBO. HBO original movies back in the early nineties. Oh, where? I and mean, it was like this this whole this universe, point, so. this like whole world had been opened up to magic and stuff like that. And I love those two movies. Right. Um, who was it? Oh, I'll have to I'll have to look look them up. See if you can find them on. <laughs> I don't know where YouTube or some shit like that. <laughs> and it's probably oh. and it's gonna be in like pan and scan, right? Because it's like from ninety five, so it's all <laughs> dude, ninety five four that, four by try, three. Try maybe ninety two, maybe maybe ninety two. Oh, so is it this like This is around the time of like the beginning or kind of maybe the height of uh Tales from the Crypt. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. You know? yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, I just for me it was like I, the realness of the world. Right. You know, like the the fact that that it was gritty. Yeah, it felt lived in, and it's oh, like a, did it yes. ever feel lived in? And I think a lot of times, it, and and as much as I hate on Suicide Squad, like David Ayer is a good filmmaker. I just think like his vision for his original vision for Suicide Squad, the worst thing that could have ever happened to that movie was that first trailer got released with the fucking uh, ballroom blitz, mm-hmm. um, because it made everybody think that the movie was going to be light and fun. Right. And it wasn't. It was never designed to be light and or fun. And so then they went back and redid all the reshoots and added comedy. Yeah. With air quotes, as I'm doing air quotes on the radio, <laughs> uh, with comedy to it, you know. And then it just sort of like fucked the movie up. Like the movie was what it was, you know. Yeah. And, and they've even said that, like, there's entire performances that have been left on the cutting room floor, including Jared Leto, you know, who's like, most of the stuff I shot was not in the film. Right. You know, and, and so I, I just, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other discussion. But as a filmmaker, like, dude, this dude, and a watch, Training Day, mm-hmm. like, I just, he's a good filmmaker. And when he's <laughs> in his element, and that was definitely his element, you know. He's telling a cop tale, yeah, you know. And it was, and I know there was complaints. Everyone's like, "Well, every cop's dirty," and da 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 da. And I'm like, "Well, not every cop, just every cop, you know." That's like the sheriff wasn't dirty. It just it was a story about dirty cops at the beginning, you know. You know, it, so. and, and yeah, you might have gone ahead and walked away from that, like dirty cops or something. But it's like you're also talking about uh, four five human beings looking at what can be considered one of the most powerful right mm-hmm. items in existence you just replace that wand with like the one ring and i'll tell you what you know, i'll tell right? you what something like exactly it's exactly what it was I'll tell you turn the whole room i don't care what walk of life you're in right you know and they were like we could have anything we want all it's going on in their head you know like like poison, I'm gonna walk again. Yep, I'm gonna make love to my woman again. Right, you know, like the Hispanic. This uh, guy, gang gang. you know, yeah, you know, it, it was funny if you look up the cast of that. The guy who plays poison in the in the show, man, this guy is like looks 100 percent legit. Like they got themselves, they found an a essay. real <laughs> East Side Los Angeles gang member, right. And if you look at the cast, that motherfucking dude is so clean cut. It's not even funny, dude. I mean, that guy played that role good, dude, real good. And he was believable too. Oh, very. And it's very so funny believable. because it was like I was reading one review that was like, "Oh, the movie's filled with like stereotypes." I'm a motherfucker. I know people like that. You know, like, well, these people, people exist. People fucking who say shit like that. It's like it's like when I talk to people and they want to talk to me about shit like income equality, and I go, "You know, do you have roosters in your fucking neighborhood?" Because I do. 
<laughs> All right? So when you do, you could tell me what it's like in that fucking neighborhood. Right, When you right. live there. And it's like, if you live in L.A. or visit L.A. or have grown up in Southern California, let me fucking tell you a little bit about L.A. It's... It's pretty much 100% correct. Right. Okay, it's it's exactly like that down mm-hmm. in LA, you know. And that's not and, like, and it's not a bad thing. It's 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 the way it is. Right. And, and these neighborhoods have been like this now for 50 years? Yeah. Absolutely. And they got some of the best food on the fucking planet. Oh, man. I love going. I I like we but love you going just to have to remember what they want the fucking it's time to go home. It's time, time to, to go, go home. home. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Because there's business to be done now, <laughs> right? You know? Although it's not, it's kind of funny. Like some of those neighborhoods, like when we grew up, are nowhere near as bad as they were, like, or or like when we grew up the way they were compared to now. Like we just were down there with our friends Matt and Carmen seeing a show, yeah. And we stopped in Boyle Heights, and it was popping, dude. Like all the little like mini bars and shit down there, yeah. and the fucking taco lady on the side of the road. <laughs> we literally stopped at a gas station. So my wife and my friend's Hispanic wife, they were like, "Oh my god, like the the, the taco corn lady's out. We gotta stop." Right. And I was right. like, "Okay." So everybody got food, and Matt went in and grabbed drinks and all. And I'm all love Boyle Heights. I <laughs> find well, you right? know, people who complain <laughs> about this shit too, probably are the same ones who talk about like, you know, racial appropriation. Which, like, you know, oh, you can't wear that poncho. And then people from that country are like, I don't care if they wear that fucking poncho or not. I mean, <laughs> right. I just sold that motherfucking thing for 10 bucks. Just, <laughs> They're like, I'm wear, capitalism. Wear the poncho. <laughs> Buy more ponchos. <laughs> Fuck. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but so, like, this movie, though, it's kind of funny because as that world felt lived in. And to me, it's like, that was a re- like David, that director, David Ayers, like has a giant. Uh, uh, what am I looking at here? That's Penis. poison. That's no, that's not poison. Yes, that's not poison, is it? That's the sheriff. No, I just looked it up. That's poison. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Enrique um, Murciano. Well, he was great either way. He was yeah. like, my favorite part of the movie. Totally. I thought he's a. I thought he's great. That chase, that chase, that is him. Holy shit, dude! Right? That's good, what Steve was talking he's about. He's good looking too. Goddamn him! That was like, well, holy shit, man! They really, yeah, they, they put on they, some legit work. They did, on him. Man. Yeah. He must have been in the chair for a few hours every right. day getting his shit on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, like my favorite part of the movie is the chase through like all the strip clubs and the fucking right. work party. Like that oh, whole yeah. segment, I love that part of the movie. Like some really fucking cool stuff in this movie, and some really interesting. Uh, uh, World building, so much so that I'm like, they left enough for a second movie that I like, you know, that I'm not. Uh, did you see the dragon circling LA? I did. Okay. What? You didn't yeah, see that didn't see in the, the wide shots. In the wide shots, you could see it. Yeah. Oh, I gotta watch it's it again. The, yeah, it's, it's in the but, darkness. Damn it. I did see that. I was like, there. that's so cool. Yeah. Like, there's so much little. There's so oh, many little I moments. It. So and and then you know you're you're watching this and we're talking about this freaking dark lord and you're like oh I want to know more about right it. like you know fuck and not only that but it's like I love how so many of our the mention of the, the destruction of the Illuminati fifty years before or right something by but this, I love I love these elves the one shit. orc I was talking to the sheriff and he's like. Uh, he's like, uh, you know, man, it's like that, you know, I know we sided with the Dark Lord forever ago, you know, it's like, I wasn't me though. And the guy's like, hey man, he's like, they still blame me for the Alamo. Right, (laughs) right, you know, yeah. I fucking love it. I was like, it's so fucking brilliant. Like, and, and I just don't, look, if it ain't for you, cool, don't watch it. Right. You know? Like, I'm sure there's a fucking... And and don't, don't listen to the reviews. I gotta tell you, of all the people on my social media, both... 
Facebook and Instagram. I had nothing but people just loving this fucking movie, dude. And I'm talking, I got people all walks of life, right? I had one person who didn't like it. And I got to tell you, this fucking particular person doesn't like shit ever because they're so fucking edgy and they're so fucking cool. And if you're fucking listening to this, you'd know who the fuck you are. I'm not going to name you by name. You know who you are. Okay. You're too cool for the fucking room. You're fucking so hardcore. It hurts. All right. So see this goddamn shit. Don't listen to rotten tomatoes. Don't listen to people, you know, who just want to slam it when everybody else is loving it. Just fucking check well, it out. And more importantly, it's the genre. It's the 1984, 85 movies that we talk about all the time, right? which is like it's a movie that there's no good reason on the planet that anyone should have made this movie. Like, let's be honest, like at no point, no one. There was not enough coke in the room for somebody to green light this thing. If it wasn't for the fact that Netflix <laughs> right. is just like, we will make anything. Right. <laughs> like, it's like that South Park. Have yes. you seen that? Yes. It's like, we have a room full of money. Please take whatever you need and go right, make a right. film because we need original content. Thank you for calling Netflix. You're greenlit. You <laughs> yeah. know? <laughs> but I mean, like, there's no good reason that this movie should have been made. But on the flip side of that, most downloaded thing in Netflix history Mm-hmm. Most first day downloads in Netflix history really? of any movie, all right, and most downloaded thing of last year, and it came out on the twenty second of the of the year. Wow, a, a super busy time of the year. A lot of people have left. They're on vacation. They got the Smart, holidays. Dude. Smart. I would, and you know what? Sign me up for a sequel. Right. Like at the end of it, I'm like, and I love the end sequence as well. Like, not to spoil anything, spoiler alert, because uh, I'm going to. But like when the the Ministry of Magic guys are like talking, the interview. Oh yeah, the it was so good. And dude. the orc is too dumb to keep his mouth shut, right. and he's just like, well, he's like, I don't know if he's so dumb, but he's just such a nice guy, and he's an honest guy, and he's just trying to, you know. <laughs> and he's literally sitting there telling him the truth. Yeah. And then Will Smith is like looking at him, and there's this great moment where Will Smith is just like, you can see it in his eyes. He's just like, shut up, just right. shut up. Stop talking. Shut yeah. up. And then at the end, he goes, the guy goes, so none of that happened, right? And he's like, yeah, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good, man. And it's uh. it's great because it's like after the action has ended and yeah. there's this great scene, you know? And it's like this movie, um, I love these characters. I really enjoyed the shit out of these characters. Mm-hmm. And I like, it's funny because I feel like Will Smith has gotten like, he's made some not great movies the last couple of years. Like what? Uh, that plant after Earth was not with him and his. It was son. okay. He just had his wacky kid in it. His that wasn't his I didn't movie. See that it. was his kid's movie. I didn't the see only it. Will, just was, the it only just Will wasn't doing anything movie for me. That I've really enjoyed the last like three years. I really liked the one with him and Margot Robbie. Uh, yeah, that, that was great. Did you see that one? Hmm. It was like a heist movie. Uh, no. and it was a lot of fun, dude. Like the two of them are great. Was, uh, very believable. Oh, what was that called? So good. But I mean, he made. Suicide Squad was not... It was like Blink or something like that. Suicide Squad was... Like, he was the best part of Suicide Squad for me. Oh, yeah. And that was not saying much. Like, him and Margot Robbie were essentially like... You're like, "Mm," you know. Speaking of Margot Robbie... See, she's going to be playing fucking Tanya Harding. Yes. I think she already came out. Dude. I have not jerked off so much to the thought of this. I mean, just like, it's crazy. I was like, oh, dude, it's just like her and this white trash and just coming together and just like, 
Oh man, just just cover me with cheese whiz. Lick it off. Oh, dude. What Wait, what's happening? What here? is happening right that now? So good. I don't. I'm not sure what to think at this moment. Never so fucking interested in fucking figure skating in my life. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn! I gotta see this. I need it in my life but, so bad. But I really feel like Will Smith. Uh, like to me, this is like vintage Will Smith. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, he pulled out the fuck. Oh, you did not shoot that. <laughs> Magic right. shit at me. Uh, yeah, he pulled it out. I mean, it but it was, was but there were a couple of couple of bad boy it. lines in there. Look, you know what was funny as hell though is the whole opening thing with the fairy. Oh, like yeah. totally set the tone for the movie. Yeah, y'all just keep doing your gangster shit out here. Right. I'm just trying to sell my house. Right. Oh, don't worry about me. It's just like the whole like <laughs> fucking the whole these fairies are they're just fucking nuisances right you know, you know you're just, you're just fucking whacking can the we, shit can we have out a discussion the about broom. the fairies too so is in this world is a fairy like a little feral like hummingbird like what because well, i mean fairies sentient? aren't supposed to be like good fairies were annoying yeah but in, in history yeah, yeah any of that fairies or brownies any of that uh yeah they weren't good all that wood folk stuff were all actually kind of nasty little critters right. really they're the know? little tiny dinosaurs in jurassic yeah, park yeah that's really what they that's are. the shit you that that you go in the forest and you disappear because they they mess with you yeah you know, oh yeah they're tied you into roots and shit and drown you <laughs> now and stuff as far as back background stuff so we had centaurs we had dragons was there any other and and obviously the fairy was more there was a mention of dwarves i didn't see any though they i see i must have missed that was when it? when uh when the that head honcho orc was giving him the fucking lowdown of the parties he used to throw yeah 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 he he lists off dwarves i maybe i'm tripping but i i could have swore he said dwarves i don't remember i mean he probably so, did yeah i just it was like like I was trying to go through all of my uh, my Tolkien magical world things. Tolkien spirit guide. Yeah, pretty yeah. much right. I was mm-hmm. gonna pull out my gonna pull out my master uh, my role playing guide. I pulled out my fiend folio and uh, <laughs> my uh, my uh, dungeon master guide and monster manual one and two. <laughs> and I was oh boy, I was busy. Uh, my little pork fingers just flipping through pages. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I feel your pain on that as well. I yeah. just because it was like there was so much. That's the other thing. There was so much going on in every shot for me. Yeah, they did a wonderful job of populating the background and like long shots and like mm-hmm. like to me the my giddiest moment was literally the dragon flying over L.A. Yeah, which I was like, oh my god, there's dragons yeah. in this world. Is yeah. that a does that mean there could be bad dragons? Is that a good dragon? I'm so confused. Tell me more. Like I want to know. Is that a, is that a city dragon? <laughs> City dragon? Yes. It's, well, because there's forest dragons and there's swamp dragons and there's ice dragons and there's, yes. I'm so oh, they're so good. There's so much to see. So and uh, how badass were the the elves? Yeah, I would. They were like freaking ninjas. Yeah. Well, it because so they went the Legolas route, right? Fucking Nazis. Nothing ever changes. These fucking <laughs> yeah. these, these Aryan pricks, dude, <laughs> with their fucking high cheekbones and their fucking blonde hair and their weird purple eyes or whatever the fuck they had you know but it was like uh didn't that the, it was funny because they felt very like aryan or norwegian i'm like oh yeah, yeah. The elves are like yeah we are the elves we are here to collect the the, the bond yeah <laughs> i like how they listen to sprockets now <laughs> it, it was funny uh even they even how they changed like the la skyline with like some of these weirder yeah you know, elf buildings and stuff you're like you son of a bitches dude 
And they're, got all the gold. Don't you just want to just? And it's funny because I've always secretly hated elves. I hate to say that, but I, I, I hate elves in every role playing game I've ever played. I was cheering for the fucking orcs. You I, know me. Yeah. And for me, I was like, I hope Will Smith and the orc guy. Uh, didn't you kind of hope that it was going to be the orc whose name escapes me? I just called him the orc the whole time. Uh, but he turned out to be the bright. Like, I was really hoping it was going to be him because the obvious one was Will Smith. Like, the minute they went, oh, one out of every 75 million humans ends up being a bright. I'm all, okay, so Will yeah, Smith's going to be the bright. Right. Like, right. Yeah, they kind of set that one up. But I was like, wouldn't it have been, like, fun to have, like, not only is he like the unblooded orc, but then he's also like this fucking like. The but he was risen. Oh uh, well, I mean, so that made him even better, in, right? Definitely in the orc community, you see him fucking. Yeah, I mean, they drop to their knee and shit when so, they saw that happen. So did I miss? Was there a prophecy about that that they talked about somewhere in there? Because they kept talking about that prophecy thing. Well. We're super light, like you know. They got the crazy guy smell like shit in the back of the car, <laughs> you know, waving his fucking barbarian sword around. Don't you love the fact that you're like, it's a barbarian? Well, what was, people are and what was fucking great right? is when they sit him down and he's he's not talking like a crazy person. He's yeah. like, he's talking lucid. Like he's, yeah, I mean, he's he is yeah. He's just like yeah. And when the Ministry of Magic is talking to him, like, he's like, yeah, you know who I am. I'm right. These people over here. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's not. He's like, no, your friends. I'm one of your friends. When the Dark Lord returns. Oh, man, I hope the Dark Lord returns. I right? <laughs> I mean, it was so good, dude. Oh, oh man. So good. I, I, I just don't understand the, the the backlash on that. Those people just don't get it anyway. I agree. They just don't get it. You know, they're just not well, fucking cool. Know. What They've would anybody expect cool. that wasn't in that movie? I don't know. I mean, you look at the preview, there's, there's orcs. And elves, like, what the hell are you expecting? I don't, maybe they didn't like the story. Some people were complaining. What's wrong with the story? Somebody's like, somebody's like, it's too much like Training Day, and I'm like, you need to go watch Training Day again. First right. off, second, because that's movies. Like, yes, it holds similarities, but in the same way that End of Watch was like Training Way, Training Day. It, yeah, it had similarities, but they were definitely not the same movie. Like, no matter what, nobody smoked crack in that movie. That's all in Bright. Right. I mean. <laughs> To me, it was training day is in that they are putting you in that same L.A. environment, right? Right. You know, of of like you know, kind of gangland and stuff. Yeah. Other than that, but that there was, was the brilliance of it. We've seen orcs and elves and all this shit out in the woods, and yeah, we've never seen it in the city. Yeah, dude, Shadowrun. It's like put it in a modern setting. Like that's, that's so, so yeah. awesome, so different. All right, so guys, check that out. That's bright on Netflix. Um, all right, so let's get to. Uh, Dumb shit our kids have done, Christmas edition. Oh, uh, so as we get to the end of this episode here, <laughs> uh, it's it's time to go over Christmas. So uh, who I know we all have something to share. So who wants to start? I'll start, I guess. <laughs> we all look at Steve. All right. why, don't, why don't I start? Because yours is going to be better than mine. I don't know if it's... Well, okay, Chris, all go right. ahead. So we're at the Christmas tree farm. We did that twice this year. Why? Because... The wife was adamant that she wanted the Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving. And it died. Of course it died. (laughs) It died within like a week and a half. Ours was like, by Christmas, dude, it was all droopy. And I'm like, this motherfucker is a fire hazard. It needs to go. You had a a big one in there, too. We did. It was not small. Oh, it was a big tree. So we're at the Christmas tree farm. And, you know, we went inside to go tell them, you know, we want this one, blah, blah, blah. And there's, uh, it's like raised up. So you got to go up a couple steps or down a couple steps to get in and out of this place. 
So we're standing outside where the trees are waiting for the guy to come and, and, you know, do whatever they do with it. And, uh, this like guy probably in his sixties is standing in the doorway and he's like looking around and, you know, he's obviously like looking for a wife or something. Not like to find a wife, but he's looking for like, his wife. Weird place I'm to here to find me a wife. <laughs> Christmas tree farm. Yeah. You got the bitches. <laughs> no. So I'm gonna fill some stockings. Oh, we're making eggnog. So he's just so come here and sit on my lap, young he's, lady. <laughs> he's obviously just looking for somebody. Okay. Um and Darian says, Hello, sir. Um, do you need help? Like he <laughs> needs help. There. Come no, he, like he needs help coming down the stairs. This guy's in his sixties. He's not like eighty-five. Like he, he, she has grandparents that are older than this dude. And he's like, he looks at her. He's like, no. <laughs> and and then we're dying. We're like trying not to laugh out loud. He's like, holy shit! How old do you think I am? <laughs> oh my god! And we're looking at Darian like you're such a moron, dude. And we gave her the most shit for like weeks on that. You need some help? Do you need some, you like help, some help, sir? sir? <laughs> That's so funny. Like, oh. don't be helpful. Don't be helpful, ever. Oh, my God. She, how does she not, like, read a person's age? And he didn't look like he was, like, frail or anything. He just looked like a guy in his 60s. He just was standing there. He was just standing. Do you need some help, sir? Did he literally go, how old do you think I am? How do you? Th- how old do you think I am? <laughs> do I look like I'm suffering from fucking dementia here? Or? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, <laughs> Lord almighty. Uh, Steve, go ahead. Okay, what do you got man. for us? Mine, like, this year we told... Aunts and uncles, friends and stuff. Listen, man, don't don't get our kids anything. Okay, they you told us that. I was like, don't, oh, all right, don't get them a gift, man. They have <laughs> enough shit. If if you feel the need, you want to get a gift and donate it or something like that. My kids have shit. Right. Okay, so uh, right off the bat, they're like, an aunt gets them gifts but she got them like sensible stuff like their snow boots and uh, they open the snow boots and they look up they go do you have any toys and you're like oh jesus christ dude (laughs) so there was that you know um not too funny yet but it was like what's wrong with you uh, the next one was um, you got to train them not to say shit like that. Well, That's the hard we part. did say something to them about that. So, so their daycare got them like Star Wars action figures. Mm. They got them like stormtroopers, and they opened them up and they go, "Oh, we have these." No, yes. no, thank you, and handed them back, dude. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit." <coughs> That's. <laughs> That's his kid. Yeah. I gave gave him a Rosalie. He's like, oh, I have two other ones. I don't, that's okay. I'm all, that's yeah. a new one. And he goes, I'm good, dad. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, at least we're polite about it, right? <laughs> this The third thing up was really like the, um, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty uh, pretty into guns and, and whatnot. I watch a lot of videos with the kids. I They have a lot of Nerf guns. We have wars. And lately, they just want to get point blank to your face and pull the fucking trigger. <laughs> so, needless to say, we're not going out to like a live fire range anytime no. in the near future because we haven't learned you don't know, put it fucking next to somebody's head and pull the fucking trigger. So, um, there was that, you know. But other than that, I don't know if it was really too crazy. I mean, they were shooting people in the throat and shit. And like, <laughs> part of me is like, hey! you know, and then the other part is like, God damn, that was funny. <laughs> 
That was awesome. <laughs> Good like, that is Stigler motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, not not too crazy this year. I mean, it was you know. Oh boy, yeah. Well, apparently, I had the only goofy house this year. So, my child. Oh boy, my child. Um. So we we had to uh, we got to Santa late, and I so I had Chris get up and shut the door, and I'm being a little quiet. So I I but so we go we get him in his little. Uh, his little fucking uh, mom dresses him like Sheldon every time we go to take Christmas oh, yeah, pictures. Yeah. So it's like suspenders and his little bow tie and his little button-up shirt. God, wow. you better get that boy in some fucking jujitsu. <laughs> well, I got to do something. Like at this rate, he ain't gonna get laid anytime soon. Right. So I mean, I know he's only five, and we're thinking ahead there. But goddamn, I don't want any twenty-five-year-old virgins. Right. Uh, so um. So yeah, so we get to Santa, and and my kid, who we always joke is running for mayor, is like fucking running for mayor. He right. gets in to see Santa, and he immediately he walks up and he's like, "Hi," and he goes, "He's like, I know you're not the real Santa, and you only work for Santa." And, and my Santa's like looking at him, and he goes, "But I'm gonna tell you what I want." <laughs> and Santa's like, "Okay," and so he sits on his lap, and he's like, "Santa, I want," and he goes, "Legos." And he goes, well, what Legos do you want? He goes, the Lego City, ages 5 to 12, Santa. Oh, shit. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, and wait, wait, he goes, well, which ones do you want? And he goes, I want all of them. <laughs> and he goes, well, that's that's a lot of room in my bag. He goes, well, I have been a very good boy this year, Santa. <laughs> so, he's so, negotiating. Yes. So he's literally holding up the line because he's negotiating with Santa. Oh boy! <laughs> and Sa- Santa looks over and he's like, "You have a very uh, uh, intelligent young son." And we're like, "Yeah, he's a bit of a troublemaker." And so, so we went out and we were down at the Festival of Lights, and you know, we did like the Ferris wheel and like all the other shit they had down there. Yeah. Uh, and on the way out, he goes, "Dad, we should probably go see Santa again." And I'm like, "We're not going to see Santa again, buddy. We already did that." And he goes, "Yeah, I just..." Dad, I got to make sure that my Lego city shows up. And so I'm like, <laughs> all right, son. So that was like the 22nd of December. So Christmas Day rolls around and his mom, uh, I caught like the worst stomach flu ever on Christmas Eve. So I was supposed to see you on Christmas Eve yep. and did not because I was vomiting for six hours straight on Christmas Eve. Um for our listeners at home, it sounded a lot like this. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, it was uh, literally I wanted to die at about the six hour mark. I just I'm like, I literally was sitting there. Is like, that a Christmas like this before? Oh, dude, it was terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize again. Uh, but you know when you I re- love the backlash on Facebook. Yeah, like it's my fucking fault that the, like <laughs> like every year people get sick and I'm the one that gets shit on every year for something that happened. Three or four years ago at this point now? Four years ago. <laughs> it's yeah. been 2013 that happened. Yeah. And it is as if... I'm like, dude, that was a long time ago. Look, Jerome can walk again. It's not my fault, okay? Like, everything is golden. And I love you, Jerome. <laughs> I know you're listening out there. Uh, but it's... Uh, at the end of the day, like, it was so miserable. So mom had... Like, we had house guests. That's a whole other story. But we had uh, a former student and her husband stayed with us on Christmas Eve... Uh, and so I was out for 16 hours straight. So they had to wrap all the gifts cause we hadn't done any of that. Oh shit. And it was uh, like, yeah, they wrapped for like three hours until like one in the morning. And so mom was up late and, uh, uh, so dad got up in the morning and this kid's up at like six 45 itching to go and open gifts. And, uh, mom had gone and slept in his bed cause she didn't want to be near me. So I got up feeling better walk in and I was like, all right, baby, come t- time to go open gifts. And she's like, 
just can we wait? I'm just not yet. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, well, Ronald Andrew, why don't we go downstairs? This poor kid had to sit downstairs for an hour. No. Not opening no. gifts. Because my wife would not get out of bed. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you got to put your foot down. Dude, I, here's I'd have been, get your fucking ass the fuck out of bed, dude. Steve, I had to go upstairs and I went, hey. No, dude. He has been no. downstairs for an hour with these gifts, uh, dying to open them. It is Christmas morning. You do not get to sleep until 9 o'clock. You can go back to bed after we open gifts. And so, uh, but I, I bribed him. We played some Mario Kart and like hung out. Um, but I almost made the ultimate faux pas, which was he uh, he asked me point Blake, hey, dad, what did you get me for Christmas? And I'm all. I'm pretty sure I got you lightsabers, buddy. And he goes. And he had this very stern look on his face and he started uh-huh. thinking, he goes, no, dad, Santa brought me those. And I'm all. No, dude, I, I I think it was me. Do I need to fucking teach you how to play Santa? <laughs> dude, I almost... I fucking rap in fucking special fucking Santa paper. Yeah, but here's the thing. Quiet, it says... Quietly speaking, I bought all the gifts this year. So I, Elena bought him one thing. I bought everything else. So I didn't remember what was from us versus what was... Because oh, he had so many fucking man. gifts, Steve, from so many different people. Like, we bought him... Like, he got very specific things. He got Legos from Santa. We got more lightsaber blade builders this year, which were which are fucking awesome, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but I do have an issue with the blade builder series, uh, and we need to email them, because the Mace Windu purple lightsaber that we got had this little girl on the front cover. Like, it was aimed at females because it was purple, which I was like, come on now. Why are we dissing Mace Windu's memory by only focusing the one cool purple lightsaber at the female audience. Like, it's, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but come on. I Like, why is it purple has to be for girls? I don't get that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't understand that. Prince, dude. Dude, if Prince was on the cover holding that lightsaber, that, that would fucker would sell sense. so many lightsabers. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, oh yeah, man. But, so, we fought with lightsabers outside after Christmas dinner. Oh, Till for like two hours, he's out there in the backyard. He made me turn all the lights off. Yeah, he's got. They've got this really kick-ass one that changes to red or blue. Yeah. So he would be like, he's like the bad guy, and then he's and then he'd be all, ha ha, I changed sides, and he became the good guy. So it was like, there's video of me and him fighting in the backyard in the dark with lightsabers. Mine would be like, here, open this and build it for me. <laughs> and I do, and they're like, and then they fucking play for like ten minutes, and they move and on. Fucking to drop, and then they bring me another box. Open this and build this for me. Yeah. I want to play with this. Uh, by the end of the day, I was like, enough. You can play with you what you got. <laughs> opening up. It, there's literally a couple of gifts. You they're, haven't st- they're still in the box. Really? Yeah. Like somebody got them. A friend of mine got them like these little drones. Oh, no. I don't want to fuck with these things. No, man. no, no, no. Like, oh, that's great. Things, go? things that require fucking batteries are like a no-go. Because- and, like, I'm like, no, nah, I got to go to the park. <laughs> With it, you know, I can't do it under the comfort of my home. <laughs> I love how you're like Mr. Outdoorsman, but you're like, I don't want to go to the park. Like, the park is lame. Like, go let that go play because I know we're gonna get to the pad. fucking park and drag this shit out. They're gonna like, oh, I want to play on this thing. I'm gonna sit there like a fucking some weirdo with my little drones. Hey, <laughs> hey, buddy, are those your drones? Hey, fuck you. All right, do they look like my fucking drones? I'll fucking drone you. With oh, a m- missile. And what's even better is his mom goes. She's like, well, I'm gonna go out for the day on like the 28th of December and I'm like all right that's fine him and I'll hang out so we we were playing with lightsabers and having a general day of it because ever since last Jedi came out he's been like focused on that oh speaking of fucking last Jedi 
I made the mistake of telling my mom, like, if you want to get him something he'll really like for Christmas, you get him a little porg. If you can find one of those birds. Oh, Lord. So she got him this one. It makes the most horrifying goddamn sound you have ever heard in your life. <laughs> I haven't seen this yet. Oh, dude, I'll have him get it for you in between this show and the next one. Uh-huh. It is like, it goes. And it's uh. like, and this kid thinks it's hilarious. And yeah. I can hear him playing with it in his room after he's gone to bed. Uh-huh. And it's like hours and hours on end of this goddamn thing. So, uh, but we uh, uh, we got uh, the lightsabers out and we're playing. And it was hot for some reason, like the week right after Christmas. Uh-huh. And he goes, he looks at me, he goes, hey, dad, I kind of want to go in the pool. I saw this picture, dude. Dude, and I went. You don't want to go he, in the he pool. He went polar bear. And- he goes, I go, that's called polar bear when you go in in the wintertime, buddy. That water is cold. And he goes, well, how cold is it? And I looked, I go, it's 48 degrees. And he goes, yeah, I think I want to go in the pool, Dad. Oh. And I'm like, all right, son, have fun. <laughs> 48's a big number. That's got to be very warm. I, Chris, I literally, he goes, should I go put my swim trunks on? I'm like, ah, fuck that. You got underwear on. So we just stripped down. I go, just put your shoes in all right there. I figured he'd put his feet in and he would jump right back out. This little prick goes and gets his goggles and his like pool noodle and like sets it on his squirt gun. He sets it all up like it's the middle of summertime and he gets in the water. And when he first gets in, you could tell he's like, it's cold. And he like shivers a little. And then he starts like just tooling around. And I'm like, did you not make me come in there and get you? Fucking Ron's introducing Ron Lander to fucking hypothermia. (laughs) (laughs) And then he jumps in underwater and I'm like, all right, that's enough of that. So I'm like, it's time to get out, buddy. And he goes. Dad, no, I got to dive. I got to swim. I'm like, uh, it is the middle of goddamn winter. I know it's 84 in California, but it has been, it is cold. You need to get out of that water. So, I, dude, I finally had to pull him out. And then the next morning, he's like, Dad, I'm ready to go swimming again. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up right there for this episode, you guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed this one. Uh, we've ha- we got a lot still to talk about on our next episode coming up. Uh, So, uh, once again, you guys, uh, I am the man that ruins Christmas. But fuck critics. I'm in pork. (laughs) All right. we We hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis.